Welcome to Synthaholics. This is your host, David Duncan. With me is... Brian! Brian! Hello, David. Hey, how's it going? 10 out of 10. How are you, David? Oh, man. I I gotta be like a 5 out of... I've been like wiped five? for like the last like... The last five days, I've just felt like I haven't slept at all. I just am very low energy. How about energy. Since, since we're doing a podcast, bump it up to six. We got to be above fifty percent. <laughs> above fifty percent. Well, <laughs> your, your ten brings us up above fifty percent. It's an average, right? All right, sure. We can. You know what? I'll agree to that. I'll agree to that. <laughs> I'll agree to that. Well, well, you'll use your energy to to get us through. I'll use my power. <laughs> we'll get through this together. How? Uh, well, because since you're Anubis's. You know, uh, Avatar. I mean, you've, yeah, been ta- for- you've, you've been talking Anubis ever since I met you. So, I mean, you've got to be Anubis. Yeah, Avatar. so for, for background, uh, I don't know how this came about. But for some reason, like right at the time where I met David, uh, <laughs> we I started immediately talking about Anubis for some reason. I just like doubled down on everything about Anubis. <laughs> and now it's kind of been a meme for years. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime there's a, an Anubis going on, uh, a, a rogue Anubis showing up in a meme or something, it's like we got to, we got show blood. Anubis. I am like, a full believer of Anubis. <laughs> well, you're just like you're like you know you know who my favorite god is Anubis. Anubis is my full time god now. I, I I can't. It's just it was just like I came out of nowhere at work. Just like that's what I Anubis. believe in. I'm a believe in Anubis. <laughs> <laughs> the scale, man. It's all about the scale. Oh man. So yeah, I, 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 I always got to talk about Anubis every single chance we get to talk about Anubis because he doesn't so. come up in conversation very much. He doesn't unless Brian just is like, you know, who I believe in Anubis. <laughs> Anubis. It always catches people off guard though when you say that. Like <laughs> nobody. Like, <laughs> if you ever talking about religion, you're just like, I believe in Anubis. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's not like any of the big Egyptian gods like Ra or Kanch like like ones that you don't I, I feel like you don't hear about like Anubis that much. No, you don't really hear about Anubis, but that's okay. I'm here to spread the good the good word of Anubis. <laughs> the good word of Anubis. The good word of Anubis. So David, mm-hmm. we got we 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 like talking about at the top of the show a little some some little tidbits that has happened in the past two weeks. I would say kind of a, a light a light two weeks. Not much has happened, I guess, for super brief. Obi Wan started, so there's that. I don't know. I don't oh, yeah. know anything I, about I, it. But I, it started. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I will get around to it eventually. I don't know if we're yep. planning on talking about it on the show or not. I, we, we might I have. Don't know. I don't know either. Who knows? We, the we future have, will tell us. We have some things to talk about because uh, Boys season three starting soon, which means we've got to do Boys season two at some point. Yep, we do have to do that. Maybe we could do a, a, a double both. I don't know. I don't know what we're going to do. We'll figure it out. I don't know. We're we're not strict scheduling our, here. Our friend Jeff Heller was supposed to join us for Moon Knight. Unfortunately, he was un- unable to make it. Um, he didn't get a chance to finish watching Moon Knight uh, um, amongst his working with, uh, you know, his own screen uh, radar. And then, he, you know, as you mentioned last time he was with us, he just started a job at Screen Rant. So he is quite busy, quite busy. So uh, hopefully we can get him on for something else. Um, he he likes he he likes Star Trek, so maybe we can get him on for Strange New Worlds, the Captain Pike show. Well, I'm just <laughs> been prancing along after uh, Star Trek. Uh, David, you said you had one bit of news here. Well, I mean, there's actually there's kind of a couple things. So I mean, uh, there's the the She-Hulk trailer came out, which. Unlike the Moon Knight trailer, the Moon Knight trailer looked really good, and we'll tell you what we feel about Moon Knight later on, but uh, the uh, She-Hulk trailer 
does not look very good. Which is really sad because I really love Tatiana uh, Maisley or however. Uh, Ma, Ma, it's, it starts with an M. Maisley Moss. I, I don't know how you say your last name. But uh, Tatiana, um, she's a fantastic actress. I loved her in Orphan Black. She was amazing in every single version of her character that she played. And so I was really excited for She-Hulk because I, I, I like the character. I like her in Marvelous Capcom and stuff like that. Marvelous Capcom made an you know, appearance last week, too. Dor- uh, Dormammu. Not Dormammu. Um, the other guy. <laughs> the octopus guy. We talked about Marvel's Oh, yeah, Capcom yeah, that's week. right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, man, you really threw his, me for a loop His there. name escapes me right now, uh, although I said it a few times last week. Um, I, I, that's I She-Hulk. Am, yeah, She-Hulk. I, I, I wanted to, to be excited for it, but the trailer looks... I mean, I hope that's not final VFX, but I'm pretty sure if they put it in the trailer, it's as final as it's going to get. Eh, I don't. We'll see if they improve it. I'm sure they're going to see some backlash because it does look like a CW show right now. <laughs> you think you think they're going to Sonic the Hedgehog it like just completely fix it? I don't think they have time, honestly, to do a Sonic the Hedgehog. And, and totally, when does it come out? Really fix it? I think soonish. Soonish. Okay. Like, so maybe, later I don't the know, summer, I think. Wait, most summer. of it's done it's like it's like 85 percent of the way there i think at least that's the way i felt about it, it was 85 percent there yeah so, so, 15% so okay. you know like uh i mean maybe it'll be better than the trailer looks i hope so because i really like her as as an actor and i i'm interested in seeing a she hulk show like you know because uh i don't know it might be might be kind of neat um i'm hoping for some daredevil cameos considering they're both you know lawyers and i think daredevil did get confirmed coming back to disney plus at some point I, you're looking i i wouldn't know the answer to that <laughs> I, I don't know i've also i've also read some things that um uh, babylon 5 did not get picked up but it's there's still in work so i'm hoping that is actually true and then the, the one bit of news that i don't know if brian's heard about that I, I i wanted to mention is they're apparently making a horror movie out of winnie the pooh <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Have I actually do know about? I, we haven't talked about this, well, but no, no. Uh, I, I specifically did not mention this to you because I've been seeing no. it pop up on the internet lately, and I'm like, is this real? Like, I I, I kind of hope it's like a dark comedy and not like a horror film because I think like, it's horror. I, I just I, I I know it's probably going to be horror, but I would rather it be a dark comedy because I just want to see like I want Winnie the Pooh to talk how he does in the cartoon and like, oh, Baba, we killed that person he grabs the arm and taps it to his head think 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 what do we do pig piglet well that that would be ideal but <laughs> i mean amazing. it happened because winnie the pooh is now in the public domain public domain yeah so we could we could do that if we wanted we don't need to ask permission from anybody we could just use winnie the pooh's likeness <laughs> and make him do that but the the one no, thing no. i saw about this show was uh winnie the pooh and piglet Eat Eeyore. Eat that's Eeyore, what's going to happen yeah. in the more. That's all I know about it. And I was like, eh, okay, sure, why not? Works how does Disney feel about that? I wonder how Disney or whoever owned Winnie the Pooh feels about this. How did that? How did they let that slip? It seems like Disney should have like made. Yeah, something you don't have new. a choice. It, it ha- once it happens, it, it, there's like a time limit. It's a law. Like you don't have a have any control. Yeah, I know but- they lob- they lobbied for Mickey Mouse, and they it's still mid 2020s i think 2025 2026 when mickey's gonna go into the public domain i'm sure they're gonna lobby that again and if they fail they'll probably have to change their uh mascot because how long before mickey's in the public domain before he becomes like a hate symbol (laughs) (laughs) i'll give it i'll give it a day or two (laughs) all it's gonna take is like one like 
one like super racist group to use Mickey as like their logo, and then boom, it's Mickey's now a white supremacist. <laughs> he's the he, he's now the mascot of the Proud Boys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. I'm, but I, I know things do end up going into public domain, but I feel like Disney like always finds a way to like stop things from going into into public domain. Yeah, they lobby like, some you know interesting. Uh, whatever they they're planning on doing you know i feel like they like they like put something out so they can recopyright it somehow so they can keep it uh without going there's some it. weird laws i'm sure they can utilize to get around it Who hey playing on pop warrior she she just raided us with a party of 10 thank you so much for uh bringing in uh welcome yeah welcome, Today welcome. We're, we're podcasting on uh moon night but uh we're kind of just talking random news and uh public domain and how uh Winnie the Pooh's coming to horror. <laughs> We're not talking about Moon Knight yet. We're talking about the intros, the the, the details of what public domain is. Public domain is. <laughs> the details. We are the lawmakers. But, uh, yeah, since Winnie the Pooh is in public domain, Mickey will be following soon. We're going to get some weird Winnie the Pooh Mickey stuff, I guess, in the future. It's just, it's just everything going to automatically be a horror movie if it's, uh, you know... <laughs> It'll be dark because public domain. That's what that's naturally what happens is you know you got this like super happy, cheery character, and now it's going to be like, oh bother, I must kill people. Oh bother, indeed. Oh, so bother. Uh, what news did you have for this week? Uh, you know, so we got the cancellation of E three. However, comma, uh, things that people and companies are still scheduling stuff around the time E three is happening. So we're, we're getting the Microsoft conference. We got a state of play that's coming next week. So we're going to still get some good stuff. Hopefully we get some good game announcements, I I guess. I want new IPs. Just show me new IPs, stuff I already want to get, like God of War and stuff. I don't need more. I've seen enough where I'm like, I'm going to buy that day one. I'm going to buy that. I don't need no more. Give me new IPs. So that's all I got for that. Yeah, I would like to see new IPs too. Who knows what they're going to do? Everything's been behind since COVID started. Everything has been delayed in the video game world and the TV world too. I mean, like how like everything switched to TV because it was just easier to do than film for a bar. Pretty much. Pretty much. They just do it on a on a set, and they got like that Unreal Engine five background thing going on. Although they do that. Although speaking of that Andor, the new Andor show, they're very proud that they're not using that very much. And I'm like, but why? It's, it's absolutely fantastic Man, technology. Here's a realization I came with Star Wars in the past week. I'm tired of the same three planets and the same fifteen characters. Can we get some new stuff in there, man? New stuff. I'm t- I- more get get. Push the push the number up to twenty characters instead of just the same fifteen. Give me the, give me five new ones. <laughs> yeah, let's see some, let's see some new stuff in Star Wars for the for the love of all that is good. They got a whole galaxy, <laughs> man. We're stuck on three planets. <laughs> We're stuck on Tatooine, mm, desert, and then we, we got a sand Jakku, planet. which is another uh, uh, you know monochromatic sand planet. Yay! Let's see something monochromatic. <laughs> You're throwing out the monochromatic word for a sand planet. Yes. Oh, gosh. Well, that was, I guess we went a little bit farther than that, but that was my point five news. My 1.0 news is that Sony announced that they're going to be making a Gran Turismo TV show, which I don't think you or I have any interest in. A God of War TV show. I would definitely watch that. Maybe. Maybe. That could, I don't, that'd be difficult to see how that's going to be good. And then we got uh, a Horizon 
TV show on the way. 100%. I'm pretty there. excited for that one. I want to watch that one. I don't care how bad it is. <laughs> I will watch that one too. Absolutely. Can't wait. I don't know what you can do with a Gran Turismo TV show. Like, is it just going to be like a, a racing? Oh, it's race. just going to be Fast and Furious. I don't know how, like, what else you do. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just Fast and Furious. Yeah, Click on Pop Away or God of War TV show. Can't yeah. wait. It's, that's going to be a difficult thing to tell, who's, I think. Who's going to play Kratos? Like, do, I, I assume we've got zero casting announcements. No, no casting announcements. I, I mean, you just a very tall barbarian man that's bald and has a beard. Well, you know, you know what they could do is they could just hire a really good actor who's really short and then do the She Hulk thing where they just CGI his face into a larger man. No, don't do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't do that, man. You think there'll be any backlash from people who don't know who Kratos is for like being white and saying they're going to do white face? You think that's a thing, or am I just? kind of crazy right now i i don't know <laughs> yeah because the, the actor that plays him is african-american for, yeah his, well, his no in real life, i yeah. don't care about real life yeah. I, I mean whoever wants to play a real life that's fine as long as it shows a good performance in the game itself it doesn't, it doesn't matter who you are but oh, yeah i mean I, I love him in god of war yeah but in a tv show they're gonna have to like paint him paint him white I don't know. That could be. I don't think it'll be a problem. But well, I, you, well, know, I mean, you never know what nowadays. I mean, that's the that's the lore. Like he was infused with the ashes of his children, his child and wife, or whatever. Yeah, so, maybe it'll I mean, take like, place before that. Oh, who so knows? They'll, they'll show him become whiteface. Okay, I don't yeah, like it. the, it'll be the last episode of season one. Him becoming whiteface. <laughs> and then obviously Horizon. Uh, I think you you and I are both huge fans of Horizon. I, I know we're both looking forward to it. Uh, just anything Horizon related, I think both you and I are like kind of on board with 100% at this point. Sit down for Horizon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, don't th- I don't think it matters who who plays Kratos. Honestly, uh, Klingon Pop Boyer. Uh, I'm 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 excited. It's going to be The Rock. Yeah, you can do anything with face paint. Oh, yeah, the The Rock physique wise would be perfect for The Rock is perfect, except he. I don't know, like, he doesn't have like the voice of Kratos. You know, I get more of a voice thing for than looks for Kratos, like. He needs that voice, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, Kratos is very much voice. Boy. Boy. But that's only because we've, I guess we've heard a voice more than actually seen an actual, like, human. We're we're mostly looking at Kratos' back. (laughs) Release, release the, uh, uh, the behind the scenes of somebody acting like Kratos. Christopher Judge, he's the guy that plays Kratos. Release, just show him, remove Kratos, like, the model, and just put him in acting. That's what I want to see. Just put him in. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to see. Wait, him. they could just use him. Yeah, just use just him. use him and ha- give a, give him a mocap suit or whatever, you know, and just like make an asset of him. Just use what they got already. It's easy. Boom! I fixed it. I'm Boom. a genius. Hire me, Sony or whoever's making it. Santa Monica Studios. Are they going to transfer into in the film? I mean, that, they should use some of their tech. For, for yeah, they should. Show. Obviously, they should use it. They've got some great stuff. And Horizon, I think it could go a billion different places. The lore in that world is insane, and I'm sure they'll have no problem writing a good story if Gorilla does it. I don't I know if, it, if somebody else does it. I don't trust them. Yeah, the, the, the face paint and, the, and war paint, yeah, it would be really good for uh, whoever they do pick to play Kratos. I'm, I'm, exci- I'm excited for that. Um, along with uh, there's the other, you know, the Fallout TV show that they're talking about doing, and Yep, there is Lots a Last of, of Us game. one. Man, we're just talking about all video game TV shows now <clears throat> that are going to be coming. So many things are coming from video game world into... Uh, it's bleeding TV, in. So it's, it's bleeding in. However, video games seem to like never be good once they adapted into 
uh, a TV show well, or movie? I don't have video games been adapted to TV show. I mean, there was Defiance, which was launched as a TV show and MMO at the same. Like it was designed to be that way, but like. Everything I think video game has been a film, and that's the, the been the downfall. Video games are long form story formats, and movies are short form story formats. So I feel like a video game definitely lends itself to being a TV show over. Yeah, you got a good. Movie. You got yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. But still, anything that turns in from like video games to using like actual real life people, humans, it seems to kind of fall apart a little bit because there's certain things you can't do with humans that you can do in video games. It well, just looks weird. I just think a lot of the reasons video game movies have failed is because they just forget there's fans of of the property, and then they forget what the story was about, and then they make their own thing, and then that's why. How no cheaply can we do this, and how much money can we get for doing it? The cheaply. That's way. like let's do Mario, but make everyone human. They don't even. They're not even going to use. It's Chris Pratt's not even going to look like Mario. He's, it's just going to be Chris Pratt. <laughs> Chris I'm excited Pratt for as that Chris movie. Pratt as Mario. I right now I st- I don't have much faith in the Mario movie, but you know I don't I still want to see it because I want to see if it's good or bad. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> that's my take. So I guess on to the the main topic. The main the main topic the the meat and potatoes. The of, meat and potatoes. Uh, very, uh, we're getting there. We slowly got there. Very little Anubis though. Very little Anubis. Uh, yeah, there he is. Doesn't kind of, sort of make an appearance. We we're, we're like way ahead of ourselves here. We're like, <laughs> for how little Anubis is in Moon Knight, we've talked about him more than what he's in Moon Knight for. Like, Absolutely. <laughs> and we've only talked about him for twenty seconds, and that's more than what Moon Knight gives. But uh, you know, at the start, we always have to give our ratings one to ten. David, Moon Knight season one. One to ten, what are you giving it? Mm, if this was like a three episode run, I would probably give it a higher higher score because I think what, what, three episode run. What you, you, they, you want three episodes? I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I, I feel like there was a lot of fluff in this one, so I'm gonna have to it's give like this a long one like a, video. I have to give this one like a six. A six. Yeah, I I I like the concept. Oscar Isaac is an amazing actor. I. Shout out to Oscar Isaac. We know he's a big, big oh. listener of Synthaholics. Oh yeah, really Oscar Isaac. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Oscar Isaac. Yeah, um, yeah. Great job, you, Oscar. You're doing you great. Do amazing work. Uh, you keep coming back to Marvel. He was uh, Apocalypse and X Men Apocalypse. And I mean, he's D- a good actor. Disney in general, you know, Poe Dameron. And, Not uh, so great. <laughs> that was okay. <laughs> that was okay. Wars. Star Wars, and now, now, and and now he's playing this awesome character, uh, uh, Moon Knight, and his multiple personality thing. He does so well when you when he slides between characters. It is seamless and amazing. I, I I really enjoyed that. But as far as the story goes, for a story about Egyptian gods, I was expecting it to be a lot more kick ass than it actually was. So uh, I'm reading a little bit lower than I was hoping. The resounding six. That is passing. That is passing. I will follow suit. I'm also going to give it a six. I thought about this. I spent some time. I spent about 15 minutes trying to decide what I'm going to rate it. I was teetering between a five to seven, somewhere in there. I guess I'll just split the difference and go six. Uh, It's... I feel like the, it's it's weak on action. It's weak on writing. Those are my two issues with it. It was kind of a slog at times. I didn't like kind of the... It was as seamless as it was jumping between uh, Mark 
and Steven, who mm-hmm. is Oscar Isaac. He plays a split personality type of character going on. It was seamless, but we never got to see, like, things would just happen. Like, Steven, who is, like, the scared, timid guy who's not Moon Knight or not, like, a fighter or whatever, will just appear, and he doesn't know what Mark is all alternate self did during that time and we don't get to see as an audience either so i that's kind of like you don't get to see a lot of stuff i mean if they just did that in the first episode uh that would be fine i guess but i feel like they did it a a lot like especially oh and then when they kind of meet each other and and understand each other a little bit it transitions and then there's a third personality that takes over where they both don't know what happened well, that's you're Which, you went, you're jumping way far ahead well, here, man. You know, I, 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 spoilers I'm not, at the top for the. Ju- we're three minutes in. You're spoiling the last like episode. <laughs> oh, I, I don't really think it's a spoiler because I knew nothing about Moon Knight going into watching the show. So I Me did neither. some research on Moon Knight, what he is, and like one of the first things that came up is that he has got three split personalities. So like, it's not really a secret if you done any research on the character of Moon Knight because I wanted to know a little bit about it before I watched it so I'd have something to go on. You know, you know what I, I mean? I guess that's fair. And, that's and, a, that's, so, a, that's like, fair. I'll give you that argument. That he has a third personality? I don't think... I mean, like, they set it up in the show assuming people aren't going to do research on the show. I mean, and some people don't. I think that's, that's completely fine. But as podcasters, I like to look into it a little bit before... So I kind of know what I'm getting myself into. So I, sure. I, I looked it up and he has three personalities and that was... One of the, like the key things, you know, uh, you know what you know the character is. I guess we could we should do that for anybody that's listening. So Moon Knight, uh, basically from you know the quick and dirty TLDR is the Egyptian gods, Khonshu, the one being associated with Moon Knight, takes an avatar, the Egyptian gods do, and they kind of like live out through them, sort of like Khonshu lives through Oscar Isaac's characters. And gives him the powers of Moon Knight, which, you know, I'm still kind of fuzzy on what exactly his powers are. It's just like, <laughs> like he, gets a, he gets a new one in the last episode, I guess. So it's like, oh, did he have this power all along? He just didn't tell him. Yeah, it's kind of, it's not clear. Like, obviously, it seems like every superhero, it's always the same kind of stuff. It's like, oh, he's stronger. He can jump higher. His durability is increased. And then they then they kind of branch off into... Oh well, this one shoots laser beams. This one can fly. It's kind of like that, but so we don't really go f- past what like the default superhero powers are I, for the most part. Sure, yeah, I think I think that's fair. Yeah, and I'm... go ahead, go ahead. What no, you go, got? Go ahead. No. I'm just gonna move on to Ethan Hawke, who is the villain in this, who is like kind of like sleepy the whole time. He's kind of like he doesn't like when he's talking. It sounds like he just like woke up from taking a nap. I don't know if that's the character or Ethan Hawke's just kind of like I'm done with acting. <laughs> well, it's all the glass. It's all the glass in his in his shoes or his flip flops or whatever. He he just like standing in glass. Oh, yeah. all, he's just like standing well, in glass. Was that there. ever explained? I don't. But, so in episode one or two, I don't remember which one it was. One. Ethan Hawke breaks a uh, glass and puts it into his sandals, and then he puts them on and just like starts walking again just chilling, is that yeah. like penance for something did he do something <laughs> well he he was uh, he was uh Kanchu's previous avatar i guess that's true that he is so he like is. i feel like he's like he he hated being the avatar and like you know he, he thought Kanchu was kind of a dirty god to, to follow so maybe he felt like he had to do his own penance for following and being Kanchu's avatar i don't know maybe it's 
the alligator interpretation gods thing. I, I I don't know. It's just Armut. Armut's the alligator. Armut. Yeah. So I I don't really. They didn't really explain that. See, uh, <laughs> one of the uh, uh, people in chat said, uh, "Crazy fanatics be." crazy i think i mean yeah they could totally be crazy from lord skymac so yeah they could totally be crazy i i am on board with that but you know i think also a penance thing might might make sense and you know maybe you know it's lucky that he was at that because if he didn't have those in his shoes maybe he'd be asleep maybe he's got a narcolepsy and just needs some pain to keep yeah he just he just needs sleep (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> he even Hawk's character either either gets too much sleep or not enough sleep. There's no like in between with the way he acts. It's like he's always teetering on I'm gonna fall asleep or I need sleep. That was that was an acting choice. That was method acting, so he wouldn't fall asleep. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, he was, yeah. me- he was method acting. Yeah, he was like, <laughs> pulling. He got one Jared. hour of sleep a night. He was pulling in some Jared Leto. Yeah, he, was, he called Jared Leto up and he was like, "Hey, Jared, I got this character coming up. I don't know anything about it. I'm Ethan Hawk. My my last name's Hawk. I don't know anything about. I should be playing Hawkeye, not not uh, not this Egyptian no, he, guy. He should be he should be the avatar of Kanchu because his last name is Hawk. And yeah, Kanchu's I guess that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. That's why that's why Kanchu picked him first. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he was first. To to be fair. For all of those curious, Conchu's behind you, David. Uh, to the to my left, your right. I don't know. That's Conchu. He's a bird guy. It's, He's cool. It's funny. All the Egyptian gods in this like have their have like their skin and stuff. Conchu's is the bone. I think he's less terrifying. I think it'd be scarier if he had his skin and feathers. Uh, this weird giant bird thing. I did. It maybe. Maybe. I. I don't know. I'd have to see it because sometimes you can make a dinosaur look kind of cute. <laughs> There's times that's happened. Could be. So, could be. A, thing, a, a theme I want to bring up for Moon Knight is it kind of felt like Moon Knight from what I got. Now, what I know about Moon Knight is pre- the, the preliminary research I did and watching Moon Knight. But I feel like Moon Knight's a, more of a darker, edgier character, more towards Batman. But Disney or who's ever pulling the strings behind the scenes, Kevin Feige, hello. Uh, he probably... Uh, said like it needs to cater to all audiences because it kind of felt a little dark, a little darker than what your normal Marvel stuff is. But like they were like, it it's, still needs to be rated for everybody. It's yeah, it still felt pretty everyday Marvely. I mean, uh, Moon Knight is supposed to be in the the darker side of DC, uh, not DC Marvel. They're supposed to be uh, that darker side. So I, I really wish they would let that shine a little bit. But they do keep you know catering to the the more PG crowd. Um, so it would be nice if they leaned harder into it. And and the reason I say I wish this was three hours is because Disney and Marvel have definitely been leaning into these TV shows since COVID kind of like put the kibosh on movies for a bit, um, because of the movie theaters being barren wastelands, uh, for almost two years. (laughs) Radioactive waste pits. (laughs) So like everything, that's how you become Hulk. It, it kind of oh my god, go to a movie theater, you become Hulk. It kind of pivoted to TV, and so like we've got these like six hour, eight hour, ten hour, you know, basically movies because they're spread out. You know, one hour a 
piece turns into you know, a long show. And to be a show, they, they feel like they need to do more than three episodes, so they kind of stretch it. Like, The Batman was three hours long. Like, imagine, long. imagine if you made The Batman six hours, but it was still exactly the same I, I movie, basically. <laughs> but, like, they, str- they, they stretch. That's what Moon Knight kind of felt like. Moon Knight felt like it could have been, like, a, a good three-hour movie, but they kind of just stretched it. And that's they probably they could have edited it into a movie and released it in theaters. I feel like it was like structured well enough where they could have just kind of made it a movie. I think they sure. need to make it a TV show. I, I don't know it, how well it, it would have done it, in a theater though. I, I don't know because I mean, like they're they're just trying to. It seems like with the TV shows, they're just trying to get their like, origin stories out of the way. But like because it's a TV show, they feel like they have to go longer than what a movie runtime would be, and I feel like that might be kind of hurting. Like the idea of it, because I don't think Moon Knight's even getting a second season. I think it's it's just to establish the it's character. It's pending. It's pending. Yeah, it's just to establish the character, and then they're gonna, you know, uh, throw him in uh, to other things. Because I mean, we got Blade at the end of Eternals. Like Blade and Moon Knight, I think do like team up stuff sometimes in the comics. So that'd be kind of neat. So I mean, we're, we'll probably see Moon Knight pop up other places. I, I just we just don't know if he's gonna get another show yet or not. So well, no, it's not. It's not confirmed. It's not confirmed or denied. They're probably I, still waiting for the stats thought, to come in. I thought they I thought they weren't even planning on making a second season from what I read. They might have not been, but I did look up right before this and it's it was kinda like it's up in the air kind of situation from at least what I read. I don't know if like Disney had, in the past twenty minutes or so has said what they're doing. <laughs> but like, we don't, I don't know if they're I, I don't, do I don't know if I gave the rating like a low because uh, it's like a guy origin story fatigue. I just kind of. I, well, like, I mean, it, you, I gave it a low rating because the action scenes were lackluster and the writing was bad. Those are the, that's that's I, what I had. I, I mean, I I did that I did that too because I mean, like they were it, it, the first episode especially felt an awful lot like the Brian Cranston Godzilla, where every single time Godzilla was about to be on screen, cut away. That's that's oh what, the one that, that was the first MonsterVerse movie. Yeah, the first yeah. So like it felt it felt very much like that where it's like, as soon as it was about to get exciting, bam, cut away, and then it cuts back after all the exciting stuff had happened. Yeah, they would like show Godzilla's leg, and then it's like, <laughs> nope, what's going on over here? Can't see anymore. G- goodbye. <laughs> you get to see the ending fight. That's what we're we're leaning up to. Well, I guess it's. I would have liked a little bit more Godzilla. That's this is totally a sidetrack. I want more Godzilla in that. It, just in general, I'm okay with more Godzilla. But that first movie, it did need a little bit more Godzilla. But don't like overdo Godzilla because I felt like that ending fight. Like we needed to be like, oh my god, Rick, it's coming. He's gonna fight. He's gonna fight. Yeah. So instead of just like seeing him the whole you know time, and it kind of wouldn't have any impact of like how oh he's big, but we already knew that because he they told us in 20 minutes in the movie how big he was. Mm-hmm. So. That's my Godzilla hot take, I guess. I'm well, really yeah, into the monster I, movies. I, I, I'm just saying, I'm just comparing the first episode to Godzilla. Right when it was about to get good, they cut away. Yeah, yeah. I like, know that was your yeah. point, but my point got a little deeper. <laughs> I'm just trying to talk about Moon Knight. I'm just, I'm just trying to compare it. Like, Can something. we pivot over to Godzilla? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're, it's, it's now the Godzilla. We already did Godzilla versus Kong a while ago. It's okay. Yeah, I know, but we, you know, we we did can that already. have enough Godzilla or King Kong. They're like cool characters. Who do you think would win in a fight, Godzilla or Moon Knight? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, well it, it depends. If the third personality is being Moon Knight, maybe. 
<laughs> because like, like he, I get the, I don't know, like it was. Can you imagine if Kanchu took over Godzilla? Oh, what if he yeah. made a pact? Moon oh, Godzilla. Oh, Moon Godzilla. Oh my gosh, dude, we just created the greatest crossover event of all time. <laughs> no, but but for you, for it to be truly great, it, it, he'd have to be uh, Anubis Zilla. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Get get rid of Kanchu and give Anubis, and then yeah. whatever the heck goes on there, I'm cool with that. But I think that'd be a great crossover. Marvel, you're missing out on an opportunity. I'm sure the Godzilla people are more than willing. They seem to just like do whatever with Godzilla, man. We'd like Godzilla. Everybody likes Godzilla. It's just if Godzilla could fly, man, that'd be crazy. Yeah, I mean, have you ever met anybody that's just like really against Godzilla? I mean, I don't want to. I know I'm dragging on this point, but like, have you? You, you, you are dead set on you're not talking about Moon Knight. <laughs> I'm just saying that, that's my last question. Have yeah. you ever met anybody that doesn't like Godzilla? Uh, my wife's not super into monster movies, so. <sighs> okay, all right, fine. That's one. <laughs> that's one. I'll, I'll write that. I need to go like write that down in a book. You're like, you got your check bar. Yeah, There's check, check Yeah, you got a whiteboard. Yeah, it's dedicated to Godzilla. It has just yeah. Godzilla fan art. Who doesn't like Godzilla? David's wife. Check. Check. All right. Uh, Back to back to Moon Knight here. Okay. So uh, I want to talk a little bit about Steven and Mark, Oscar Isaac's two main personalities. Uh, who do you prefer? I mean, I, I wish the show followed Mark around, since especially since we f- figured out that Mark is is the main personality, or at least he thinks he is. Yeah, I felt <laughs> I felt a little chipped by that when we found out like the guy we've been with the whole movie and the guy we're being led to Steven's the guy that we're we're being told like this is the real one or we're getting hints like this is the real one this is the the one that's you know losing control you know yada 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 yeah. but it turns out and we're we're learning Steven's story when Steven doesn't exist uh spoiler i guess that was a major spoiler uh so we made it that far he's uh like an indiana jones character from i don't know if that movie exists but do you remember like it it, it was a movie it probably, like indiana it, jones it probably exists because star wars exists in the marvel universe because spider-man is specifically referenced the star wars movies so okay lucas lucas made star wars and lucas and uh spielberg worked on the indiana jones movies so indiana jones must also exist as a movie in the oh, it wasn't Indiana Jones. It was something else. It was like a knockoff Indiana Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. So the whatever movie that he had. yeah, whatever that character is, Stevens based off that he was made in his head by Mark, who we don't really learn much about who is the real character. So we're kind of like, I feel like I'm getting psychological damage because I'm being taught about the psychological issue of the guy rather than the actual guy. So there's that. Uh, I think everybody will. Anybody who watches this show, which is who knows, I don't know if anybody besides you is going to watch it. <laughs> but um, I feel like most people are going to like Steven more than Mark. We lo- we want to know more about Mark, but I thought Steven was more interesting. I don't well, know. Am I crazy? I, he's more likable because he's like the everyday guy. He's he's like you know the he's the protagonist. He's the protagonist because it's the it's the character the audience can relate with the most. He's like the everyday guy thrust into an abnormal situation. That's you know you know storytelling one hundred and one. You've got the guy you can't identify with Mark as much because Mark lives this you know bigger than life life. You know, being the action hero type guy, the Indiana Jones like adventurous guy who's always like murdering people and on the run. Like people, most people can't relate to that. So I understand why they 
did that from a story. I will say Moon Knight does kill people. Like Moon Knight's not scared to not kill people like Batman or any of the other Marvel <laughs> characters. He does he will kill people. Kanchu's happy to kill people. Kanchu specifically wants him to kill specific people. <laughs> yeah. So there is that. Which, which uh is there great. there is death in this movie that we don't get act we don't actually get to see the fight scenes that cause death because that's true they're all they're always skipped skipped like 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 a parent with a, a watchful parent and a small child they just skip all the scenes yeah it's like it also it's saves Steven, the, it also saves the money not having to choreograph these amazing yeah, fight scenes that is true steve so steven will have like full control and he'll be just about to like he's got his arms up and he's scared and he's like i'm gonna fight guys and then uh it'll skip It'll just fade to black and then fade back up, and then everybody around him will be down. There's like blood on his arm. There's like he, oh, I don't know what happened. What happened? I'm sorry, guys. And then he just keeps running. That was most of the fights the, in this movie. The thing that confuses me is that like once he realizes he gets shelved, he can see things through Mark's eyes. The but mirrors? neither of them can. Through, they can talk to each other through mirrors, but it seems like because he, he said he says how bad it is feeling trapped in the body because he can see everything that's happening. But the third personality, neither of them know what's going on. So they, do they have to meet the personality before they can see what's happening through the other one's eyes? Like it's strange, you know what I mean? Like like it's the Doctor ru- Strange. Like no, the rules. I don't know. Like the rules seem unclear to like when they know what's happening because at the first he doesn't and then it seems David, like there are no rules they're talking. there's no rules oh no rules there's no rules man Doubt that I, I don't have, i understand what you're saying but like i don't have an answer <laughs> <laughs> chat, I, I don't know i don't, chat, I don't do know you, what to do tell you, you. Do you do you have an answer chat <laughs> <laughs> You you hit me with the checkmate. I don't know how to continue from that. <laughs> okay, Lord Skymax. Steve also did not notice initially. Seems the like the walls between the two started breaking down once Steve started to realize what was going on. That that's what I was saying. Like yeah, I think I think that's what I was saying. Like where like once he once they met each other and started talking to each other through mirrors, then they could see. And I guess that's what has to happen. So the other two. So like. Is Mark going to talk to the, the Paul, whichever one the third one is? Like, and then only the, he can see through? That's going to get really confusing unless they, you know, uh, you know, where two of them can see back and forth, but not the not the, not the other one. It's going to be interesting if they go through another season. They'll figure it out, man. They're going to yeah. figure it out. I have confidence. It just feels like, you know, they could have, like, introduced the third guy a little bit sooner. So this kind of could have been resolved. So well, there's a drastic shift. And, you know, the first half of the show to the second half of the show. So the first half of the show, they're kind of, it's just your standard kind of like action show. They're just kind of going around looking for something. You got bad guy Ethan Hawke running around balancing people with the with his scale to see if they're worthy to live or not. So there's that going on. And then all of a sudden we get to four, four or five where the whole show like takes place in a psych ward. And then like... It, Things really changed, and this is why I thought it was got a little bit more interesting with the whole psych ward thing going on. I always find that kind of stuff it got a little one floor over the cuckoo's nest kind when, of vibe going when on. When they're on the barge of the dead after they've been shot, yes. What once he gets? I don't remember what episode is that three that he gets shot for. I'm calling one of these episodes. Uh, Ethan Hawke kills kills uh, Moon Knight Man. <laughs> 
<laughs> kills Moon Knight Man, yeah. Uh, because Khonshu is lost, because Khonshu gets locked away by the other Egyptian gods because he is the least popular and they turned back the night, which was one of the coolest shots in the entire show. Oh, that was a great shot. When they turned back the night to some nice Google ancient, it. You, YouTube, if you haven't seen it, Egypt. YouTube that shot because they're just kind of like standing in the middle of a desert and they're like spinning the sky. That was, it was awesome. It was awesome to see. Yeah, it was, it was a, a great, shot. great shot. Uh, Lord Skymax said, I do wonder what would have happened if they had opened the third sarcophagus in the afterlife. I assume that was the third personality, but they shut the door and ran on. Oh, oh man. That's, that, that's a good point. Yeah, that would have been great if they would have opened that sarcophagus so they could all could have blended. Because if they would have resolved that, then going into, like, if there's a Moon Knight Anything Season 2, if there's a Moon Knight Season 2, they can resolve that in Moon Knight Season 2. But, like, if they're just going to drop Moon Knight into, like, the next Marvel movie that's unresolved, that'll be Shang-Chi. kind of weird. Yeah, Shang-Chi 2. <laughs> Shang-Chi 2 and Moon Knight. Yeah, that would have be, been cool. That would have resolved uh, what they're going to have to deal with in the future, I think. Or maybe that, that was their plan and they had to scrap it for some reason because I'm sure there's a lot they film and they just don't use. Mm-hmm. But that would be something cool. So in this psych ward... We get met with I th- my favorite character, Ethan Hawke. My favorite, <laughs> Ethan. Oh yeah, e- okay. Ethan Hawke's in here too. He's playing a doctor. He's not my favorite character. Doctor Hawk. Doctor Hawk. Hello. Um, my favorite character is obviously the hippopotamus. How could anybody oh, yeah. like not like the hippopotamus? For some reason, a uh, hippo shows up. I don't know who the hippo is. I don't remember if what the hippo's name. She judges the hippo scales name. on the boat. So she knows to take you to the field of dreams or to wherever. I thought I, that was Anubis's job. Well, He's apparently, the one that does the apparently, apparently Anubis was on vacation and he had a substitute. Ah, okay. <laughs> Say no more. I understand. He was in Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. Anubis, Anubis had to hang out in Jamaica for sure. Yeah. He was just hanging out. So yeah, the hippo kind of cool character kind of saves the day at the end there too. I don't remember it's actually called the Barge of the Dead. The Barge of the Dead is actually the Klingon ship that takes Klingons to the afterlife. But I'm like, it's the, it's close enough, right? I mean, I understand what you're saying. Uh, Lord Skymax said Twar said I think she does drive the boat. Like yeah, Sh- yeah, like Sharon. Okay. I guess that, was, that sounds about right. Oh, so she just had double duty. She was driving the boat and. Doing the scales. She's busy. Poor, poor she's, hopefully, she gets paid overtime. Yeah, overtime for doing it. Or double, job. or whatever, whatever she's getting paid. I don't know. Was she? What do you think you'd pay a hippo in? <laughs> or is it just like her duty? Marbles. Like she just has to do it. Marbles. They're hungry, right? They eat the eat the. <laughs> exactly. That's what they do. Uh, this is a this was a cool scene. I think when uh, Moon Knight Man was on the boat and they their scales didn't balance. So this is where they really became one. Or they, they, it's not that they didn't balance; it's that they weren't balancing when they put like the hearts and the feather on the scale, and they kind of were just teetering, you know, back and forth. So after the hippo tells them, like, "Hey, you got to go, like, resolve your internal issues," and then this is where Mark and Stephen really find out what's going on between themselves, and they're able to hate each other and then love each other at the end. And, and then after and, that, and, and, uh, and the psych ward is where we learn that, uh, like you were saying earlier, that we, we learned that uh, who the true personality is. We've been following the uh, the fake personality most of the movie. It's like ah, or the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, there's more. St- give me a Stephen show. More, more Stephen. I like Stephen more. He was a cool, knowledgeable museum guy. Yeah, he was. He, but, was, he was fun. He, he his boss hated him, and then uh, we didn't. We never mentioned the love interest of. Um, both of them, I suppose. Oh, 
why don't you talk us tell us about this person? So yeah, uh, they fi- he finds a phone in his apartment, and she's in the- she's like Mark, and he's like, "Who's Mark?" <laughs> and so she tracks him down. She kind of like well, this is um, this is like escape. episode one. Yeah, this so, is episode one. Yeah, she helps him escape, and you know they they basically psychic through throughout the whole thing. And she's there in the temple when he gets shot, and she's kind of taking a hostage. And they find out basically the key to stopping Amit is to get more avatars to to fight the gods. And so, while St- while Stephen's dead, and Kanchu's revived while Stephen's dead, because Stephen wouldn't have died if Kanchu was alive. But since Kanchu was like tied up and frozen in stone or whatever, they. <laughs> Stephen can die, so she's alive. And when Kanju's brought back, she's trying to he's uh, Kanju's trying to get her to become uh, t- talk her into being the Avatar, so we can get Moon Knight back in the, in, into the into the world. And she's like, "No, I'm never going to be an Avatar." And some other guy's Avatar dies, and she takes on that. He seemed like the main guy, the main that he was like the main suit guy. Yeah, he was like the main god guy that was like calling the shots. I felt that was the vibe I got from him. He was like the leader of the gods. Mm-hmm. That was all I got. Yeah, so so it, it, so she in, ends up do, uh, taking on that, uh, that that other god's avatar. So now both of our protagonists have the power of Egyptian gods, which is pretty cool. I feel like normally we were able to like kind of have a structure with what we're talking about, but this I feel like we're split personalities right now. We're just like going all over the place with Moon Knight, just explaining bits and pieces randomly. Yeah, it's 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 just the way the show, the frame of mind the show puts you in. It's just like what what's going the on? The show is going to put me in a psych ward. That's where I'm ending up. Uh, oh yeah, uh, I, I'm I, in a psych ward. That's why I just have this thing, uh, <laughs> this background. So you can't see it. <laughs> That's the background I should have picked. I should have been in a psych ward. <laughs> <laughs> this is what the show has done to me. Uh, so we're we're nearing the the end of the show, kind of, sort of. So uh, Mark's Mark Moon Knight Man is is dead, or half of him's dead. He dies falling off the boat. There's a little fight scene finally. I guess, well, it's like the third fight scene we get, but, like, we get a fight scene there. Uh, Steven falls off the boat and turns to uh, a sand... Stone? A stone man. Limestone. He got medusa Something happened to him. Mm-hmm. And Mark, for some reason, this guy that's killed, like, a billion people, he's, like, an awful mercenary man. Somehow he's like, good. Get, good. get, get on going to heaven, man. You're good to go. You're in the field <laughs> of dreams. <laughs> You're the guy we want. So, uh, yeah... He's like, I don't want to be here. Hippo says, no. Uh, once you leave, you can't come back. And he's like, yeah, I'm good with that. So he leaves, and then somehow he doesn't. He turns to stone when he goes and somehow just transports himself from like the field of wheat or whatever they call it to yeah. Mark. I don't know how he like made that transition from going to like heaven to like the sand place again. He went to Iraq. Iraq. Oh God, what's the Dune planet? Iraq. <laughs> Dune planet. Yeah, he goes back to Arrakis and saves uh, Stephen from being stone. In the process, he turns to stone, and their hearts touch, and they both are not stone anymore. And they start running towards a gate to get back to the real life world. There's a giant gate, boy. I'm explaining this a perfect way. And <laughs> there's a giant gate. They're running towards the gate, and for some reason, a, a tsunami of sand starts. I don't know who started that. It's not explained. But Hippo comes and saves the day and kind of just blocks off the little part they need so they can keep running, I guess. 
Something like that. She's got their back. She's pulling double duty and she's helping out the, the triple two, duty. The two That's boys. triple duty. She's on triple duty now. That's she's true, yeah. she's breaking the rules. She she probably wasn't supposed to save him. She's never going to get, get to go to the field of dreams herself. She's going to be stuck on the barge. No, she can't forever. go. She's on the boat. She's mm-hmm. in the boat, man. So they get back. Uh, Kanchu immediately is like, Mark, you're alive? And then he, he this is when he's fighting uh, the alligator god that I said the name earlier. And I'm then a- you said it again. Yeah, um, that one. They're fighting. Kanchu and her are fighting. Kanchu has, like, kind of cool abilities. It looked cool. Like, he was kind of, like, floating, kind of, but, like... Well, it's like they're on these buildings fighting in the background. Then we got Moon Knight fighting, like, the regular people on the ground. And uh... No, no, I, this is this is before oh, that. Yeah. When they're fighting the pyramid, it's Arma oh, and yeah, yeah. Kanchu, and they're fighting. Kanchu is kind of losing that fight, but, like, his, like, style of fighting was kind of cool. He kind of felt like a ghost type of thing going on uh obviously he didn't he didn't win there so then it becomes uh a giant monster a monster battle it becomes a monster battle we're circling back to godzilla man <laughs> it comes a, a monster fight with the alligator and the bird and I'm they're fighting as they're the size of uh the pyramids they are fighting and alongside that uh this is where my biggest issue happens in the show oh yeah is uh, Ethan Hawk, Mr. Hawk, Dr. Hawk, uh, starts fighting Moon Knight Man, and ultimately, good fight. Nice choreographed fight, kind of, sort of, finally. Mm-hmm. And uh, he loses. Moon Knight Man loses. He's getting his soul sucked out by Ethan Hawk, and then we get third personality takeover. The fight is over. Finish the fight, Moon Knight, and he did. Yeah, and, and we don't don't know what happened. It just happens. We we don't get to see him lose. We don't see Ethan Hawke lose. It just kind of fades to black, comes back, and uh, I don't know what happened. I blacked out. Oh, okay. So you were losing, and then you just decided to not lose. Yes. I don't know. So you know that that was my that was kind of my biggest problem. It kind of ended on like not a cool note. It, like it was like what was the point nothing ultimately uh, happened it just i just it just took us out of the moment like they did episode one to us again like they just like the coolest what should have been the coolest scene you know of the show like they just blipped it out and decided not to do it i felt like the writers like wrote like a 200 page like thing of the story for moon Knight, and then they turned it into like a goosebumps book and they're like <laughs> they read like the first page is like turn to page 78 and then they go to 78 and they're like oh we just skipped the whole fight that's okay then they just like kept going with that that's why i felt because there's holes there's missing holes and goosebumps does that to you yeah i mean I, or else die. i i, I, I kind of get what they were doing but it also seemed like it was like a way to like it was jarring to do the but like to do the budget because for having like completely cg like alligator Abbott and the hippo lady like oh had... cg cg uh moon knight was pretty good uh, was actually a cg character moon knight didn't actually have a suit that was all cg nice vfx i didn't know that so if you well, saw moon knight it was well, it well was the transition VFX. was definitely cg so I, I didn't realize the entire thing it never transitioned yeah i mean i'm sure they had like a helmet or something to yeah. go along with it but the whole suit it was vfx which Cool, kind of not cool, I guess. I don't know. Take that with I mean, whatever it, you want. It looked good. Yeah, it looked fine. I was cool with it. I, all the budget went into like all the CG animals in Moon Knight suit. <laughs> <laughs> although, That's where it all went. Although I did, I did like it whenever. Um, uh, not not Mark. Um, I'm blanking on the guy's name. Steven. Steven. Whenever Steven like first transitioned, he just he got like a like a dress up suit. 
like a like a fan like a, a going yeah. out like going out uh, his moon night, his moon knight suit is a suit it's an actual suit yeah i thought that was that was pretty fun with a helmet on mm-hmm. yeah, that was pretty good yeah uh i think i don't i, I kind of got all my all my frustrations and happinesses and out well i, I mean, we didn't we didn't we didn't say how the show ended so the, the they realize if they can put Amit's soul into uh the avatar they can kill them once and for all uh moon knight uh both steven and uh mark choose not to kill him because they they feel like that would make them as bad as Amit. they decide to renounce the power of moon knight and uh then it cuts to credits, basically. Then we get our after credit scene where, uh, you know, Ethan Hawks and the and a real mental ward, <laughs> and he gets wheeled out by someone you know you never see his face until like after he's put into the car, and it turns out Mark has yet another personality, and Conchu has not left his body, and he's like, oh, you, we're, we're still we're kind of coming after you, and then shoot him and then that's drives away and that's that's all there is so we learn about the third we learn about the third personality at the very very end although we knew we knew it was there by episode three or four because there was another scene where there was another fight that neither uh of them knew about so uh it it was foreshadowing it, it was it was foreshadowed you know halfway through and then again the last episode so we knew it was coming uh so uh it was pretty cool um I hope they resolve that. That and it'll be nice to see a Moon Knight story that's not an origin story. I, I don't know I, if it's just a, a origin story fatigue at this point. Because uh, just superhero fatigue. That's MCU related fatigue. I, I don't know. I mean, like if it's if it's a really good story, like I don't really care that it's a superhero story. It's just like we just did Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, or Doctor Strange. It didn't. It didn't feel so much like a Doctor Strange movie as it felt like a. Let's introduce America Chavez movie. And it was different, know. though. It was different. That movie yeah. was different. It didn't follow the standard recipe. Yeah, it, it didn't follow the standard. Sa- thank recipe. you, Sam Raimi. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Sam Raimi. But uh, I, I don't know. Like, uh, I just was looking for more mind-bending stuff with Doctor Strange, like Doctor Strange one, and it was all right. But uh, I, I don't know. Like, everything's like an intro. Everything's an intro now. Like, uh, we're. we're, we're like phase four is basically new phase one where like everything is like an intro nothing is really being built up into a bigger story yet um so i guess i guess i'm just impatient for like phase you know five and six or whatever to get the the ball rolling on what the story is because that, that's what i want like the origin stories you know you know i mean they are, nece- they, they are necessary are. it's not like <laughs> they kind of need to happen yeah i mean yeah i guess but I don't know. It's it is what it is. Like you know, the writing and the lack of action scenes was, was a bit disappointing. I think that's overall our both Tekra takeaways: is the writing and action scenes were a little bit lackluster. Yeah, I mean, I think the writing could have been tighter if it was, like I said, if it was like half. If they didn't write it like goosebumps. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If it was also half the the, the run length, because I mean, Batman was fine at three hours. If it was any longer, I think it would have suffered. Like, if Batman was six hours, they did basically the same thing, but they just stretched it out longer. That's kind of what I feel like about Moon Knight. I feel like Moon Knight could have been a three-hour movie, and they could have fit in everything they needed to fit in. I agree. I agree with you. Although, I I will say, Batman was a little long for me. It was a little long. (laughs) (laughs) 
three hours is pushing it to like, okay, I got like, I got other stuff to do here. Yeah, I mean, sure, but I mean, like that—that's like the—that's like the end of like you know what, what is kind of acceptable. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. For, for for movies nowadays, like two and a half hours is, is perfect. When you get past that, it's starting to push a little bit. I don't know about two and a half hours is perfect. There's some two and a half hour movies where I'm like, yeah, hey, this could have been an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's some one and a half hour movies. I feel like three hour movies. I'm looking at you, Venom: Rise of Carnage. You never, you never know what you're gonna get. Yeah. Never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, it's all but, about, uh, it's all about pacing. Yeah, I think that's our that's our Moon Knight, uh, Godzilla, Raw, uh, Anubis review. <laughs> Anubis review. What did you What did you guys think of Moon Knight out, out in chat? Hello, I'm a chatter. I thought it was ten out of ten. <laughs> Hello, I'm a chatter. I thought it was one out of ten. <laughs> it's all over the place. Brian's Brian's great. Yeah. You're our chatter as well. Uh, Lord Skymac has been uh, messaging us some throughout. So I've been reading his. I didn't know if he had his other uh, thing. Yeah, he said he, he said he mostly enjoyed it. Not the best, not the worst. Yeah, that, that's that's kind of where I think we came down on. It's like not the best, not the worst. Middle of the road. That's the quote. Direct quote. Chisel it in stone. <laughs> Moon Knight, not the best, not the worst. Well, you know, I was super pumped for Moon Knight because the trailer looked awesome. And did look cool. the She-Hulk trailer looks really bad, so maybe She-Hulk will actually be good. Like, reverse and psychology. Maybe. And it all relates back to Moon Knight going in the psych ward. They're psych warding us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hope, I hope, uh, I mean, I, I hope She-Hulk will be good. I, I'm excited for it. I, I've been wanting a She-Hulk show. More women heroes in, in general. So I'm hoping, uh, well, like, I mean, good. I don't care if it's male or female. Just, like, don't make it, like, the Captain Marvel female version. Yeah, uh, yeah, I I I agree. Um, but I mean, just Marvel's been mostly men. I mean, our first female-led hero movie was Black Widow, and it was a character that was already dead, so like, it doesn't super matter. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then there's like Wonder Woman. Was Wonder Woman one was oh, fantastic? Oh, there was no, a lot I, of conflict. There. No, no, it's was the second one. Captain Marvel was the first one, but Captain Marvel was also kind of a prequel, so like, it also like. It was was like on the back. I forgot about Captain Marvel. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot to be said about the the do's and don'ts and what makes a good and bad female superhero because there's this whole culture now that, you know, women need to be equal and everything, but that's not something we need to talk about. It's just, you know, it's what it is right now. I mean, like, if they did a Black Widow movie, like, you know, a couple years before they killed her, Black Widow's great. Yeah. As Black Widow as a character, through all the movies she's been in, she's fantastic. Had a lot of character development she had conflict she had ups and downs she had a lot of learning and then you get captain marvel who was kind of just like mary sue and she was perfect and that was there wasn't there's nothing to really look up to and wonder woman was yeah. great for that in the first wonder woman where it's like she did all this training she worked hard and then when she finally gets to you know fight it's like you deserve this you worked hard we know your story and then wonder woman 2 opening scene they just like <laughs> took all that away when uh her being 10 years old yeah, that was that was a little bit sad with one yeah. too. Uh, Lord Skymax said it has come. Uh, it has the bones to support a great season, a great season two, assuming they tighten things up a bit. I mean, I I agree, and I, that's why I thought it was weird because I read 
couple weeks ago, it seemed like they weren't ever planning on it being a second season. And, you know, Ryan at the top said it was uh, it's up in the air whether or not it will be or not. They may have re- re- decided differently. Like, a season two could be great. They flesh out the third personality, get him there, and then it's more like a straightforward story, not an origin story. I and, and you know, tightened up, and you get to show us some of the action, like you know, show don't you know, uh, show don't tell <laughs> about the action. <laughs> that would be fantastic. So yeah, I, I agree, Mark. I, I think season two could be a big step forward. Season ones are just kind of like set up, and uh, they've got that groundwork laid. So season two could be a big improvement. I hope so. I, I definitely hope for that as well. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, let's just see what they do. Well, let's just David, any final two. closing thoughts? I was just going to say, I hope season two of Wheel of Time will be good. Ooh. Okay. All right, man. All right. It's, it's like, it's like quit, keep dreaming. Yeah, I know. Yeah, keep, keep dreaming, man. Keep Stay in that dream. Stay there. Stay there and don't come out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all I've got for Moon Knight. Uh, you know, pretty good. Not, not terrible. Not great. Just kind of middle of the road. Uh, Lord Skymac, heading to the stairs for lunch. Have a great weekend. Thank, thank you uh, all for coming in. And thank yeah, you, thanks Jen. for stopping in. Thank you, Jen, so much for uh, bringing uh, the raid from from your stream over into mine. That was uh, fun. Uh, it's one of the first podcasts. Very kind. One of the first podcasts we've actually uh, had uh, some live. Oh, we've had a couple. We've had uh, one or two podcasts where one person has jumped in. But it's been nice to have a couple people in and talking throughout uh, so we can interact with you guys live so thank you all so much for joining us live and thank you all for listening to us after the fact and email david at synthaholics.yahoo.com you, i said that way too fast for anybody to understand but that's okay <laughs> you're more than free to do that you can check out that email address in the show notes so thank you all for watching thank you again jen and uh, lord skymac for joining us in the chat and everyone else who's here uh it's been great take care thank you thank you till next time may the anubis be with you <laughs> <laughs> That's his tagline. Yes. Got you out. <laughs>